0: gotta get it you have to i'm buying everything because i'm a hype piece you know i limited bro these are actually pretty fire bro and i'm the youngest flexor in the game this is the end hype podcast don't believe the hype where cali king talks entrepreneurship manufacturing marketing and everything to dominate the physical product business in the hype make the future and let's get into the show all right end hype podcast episode one so, today we're just going to do a little background like who the hell am I? Why should I be talking about this stuff? What have I done? Why you should listen? Why you should turn it off right now? Never listen to me again. Unsubscribe. All those good things. So, here's the deal. Uh I've been in manufacturing my whole life. My family's been in manufacturing uh since the 50s, right? I I grew up in a manufacturing facility when I was old enough running equipment, uh, checking parts, Then I got into product development. So I've been in product development for almost 15 years. I've developed hundreds of products. And I sat like shotgun with entrepreneurs and startups and big companies, government entities, and saw how they went from paper, from an idea, from just requirements to prototypes to production, right? And we're talking about growing businesses from, somebody presenting an idea in the conference room to me, to their company being sold for $200 million. I mean, legit. And I I saw the way that successful companies worked. And I saw the way that most entrepreneurs worked. I loved working with the entrepreneurs, right? You get to know their family. You see that come up story, right? I love a good come up story, right? You actually impact their life, right? You meet their wife, you meet their kids, you know that They didn't mortgage the house and lose it. They mortgaged their house and made a million, right? It's amazing. You work for Boeing, you get kind of an attaboy. An attaboy is good. One time they gave me a pen. It was pretty cool. I got one of those moon pens you can write upside down. Super fun. Uh, But that was for helping develop a product that Boeing bought that company for almost $10 million. So the entrepreneur that I helped, he did okay. The Boeing project, they walked me in the conference room and said, I'm not sure that uh, you guys are qualified to make this. I said, well, I developed it. I'm pretty sure we can make it. Long story short, we're still making it. But at any rate, I really liked working with entrepreneurs. But uh, our one company, K Form, we focus on defense. Entrepreneurs are kind of fuzzy. They're all over the map. You know, plans change, shift quickly. You have to be agile because you're competing against the big boys, right? So not all entrepreneurs are a great fit for what we're trying to do in a manufacturing company. So I founded Red Blue Collective, and I said, I want to just take the successful portion of this process. I want to take my network, my experience, and kind of package it up and offer it to, uh, offer it to the people that need it, that need it the most, uh, entrepreneurs. I went around Speaking. I've spoken at uh, you know all the local colleges, community events, uh, all the nice little startup events, pitch events. I started mentoring through incubators, right? State-run incubators, privately-run incubators, corporate incubators, and then I wrote my own curriculum and I started running my own incubators. We've had some some uh, crazy success stories out of that. Um, Hopefully on a later podcast, we'll, we'll have some of the people that I've mentored and they've gone on to really big accelerators. They've gone through purchases. Uh, Pretty interesting. It's been a long road getting there, but um, yeah, I just want to, we want to start this podcast so I can kind of share that message instead of it just being local, just being on Instagram, uh, we can we can get it out there, get the information to the people that need it. Uh, I'm always experimenting, trying something, trying something out. Right, right now we're trying out some new digital marketing uh, campaigns, some processes to teach people how to how to grow. And I've I've done this over over the last few years in different ways. Uh I'll give I'll give one example. This is a fun story. Uh, you know, I went out to a particular community space, uh maker space, and I gave my process, say 10, 12 different presentations on here is my process for developing a product, how to come up with an idea, how to validate that idea, how to get some initial traction, how to launch it. And we we had good feedback but I, I got more excuses than i got really positive feedback right and uh you know excuses that i got were hey i have a full time job yeah me too right but i have a full time job i can't i can't develop a product i don't have any money for marketing i can't launch something i don't have the skills that i need i only have what's available in this maker space and um i hate excuses excuses are garbage right they're just something that you're putting in front of yourself to say, uh, you know if things were different I'd do what you do or you know I'd be successful and I 'd be a millionaire just like that person, if only this one thing that's completely within my control to change but you know whatever um, so i said i'm going to create i'm going to create a challenge i'm going to create a challenge for myself and we put it out there that we would go from no idea, we don't know what we're going to do to launching a live Kickstarter in 20 days, right? The reason that I made it 20 days is, I, again, I've, I've been in manufacturing my whole life, right? I have a lot of resources. If I said, hey, we're going to launch a Kickstarter, that's that's not impressive. I, I I can literally make anything. Anything that you go on Kickstarter, I've probably made a version of that. Luggage, watch, clothing, any any of those things. If I said, I'm eventually going to do this. That's not that's not really a goal, you know, that's kind of an aspiration. Eventually I'm going to do this. So 20 days, shorten the life cycle, scheduled the event, and I and uh, people said, Well, how are you gonna finance it? Well I charged fifty dollars for the next lesson. And I said, In this next lesson, I will show you how I picked the idea, how I did all the marketing what I spent on the marketing, what the results are. I'll show you the whole behind the scenes. I'll, I'll apply the process. And instead of saying, this part of the process should take a week or this part of the process should take two weeks, it'll probably take about an hour, right? And I'll show you how I did every step of the way. And I'll only use resources that are available at the makerspace. So instead of using 30,000 square feet of production manufacturing, I'll use the mill that we donated and put in the back, right? Instead of hiring a videographer, I'll trade with my buddy that works uh, locally, and he'll uh, he'll film the video. <laughs> I still had to edit it, but I mean, come on, like let you know, let's 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 keep this under control. Like, I'll use the skills that I've developed, the network that's available pretty much for anybody, and we'll launch in 20 days. So, we had uh, we had a good amount of people. S- Sign up, had enough people to sign up so I could actually pay another friend who's at the makerspace to help us prototype the parts, actually run the mill. I did the CAD work myself. Um, you know, printed the parts, did, showed the whole thing, and uh, that launched. What we, we ended up choosing was because, and we'll, we'll get into uh, we'll get into the red blue collective process later, but. Part of my process, and I believe so deeply in this, is that you make products for people, right? And you have them fulfill a problem that that group of people that you know and you care about actually, actually has. You don't just come up with ideas randomly. And um, we ended up making a fidget spinner, and because of the problems that we identified, the marketing was, was very effective, and... Uh, this was really early in the whole fidget spinner craze, and people thought that we were totally insane for charging about $200 for a fidget spinner. It's called Alpha. It was on, on Kickstarter. You can check it out. We did about 30 k which, in my opinion, it's, it's okay for something that uh, we literally did the marketing, the prototyping, the list building, everything, within really realistically about two weeks. Uh, did 30K, did a little over 10K in pre-sales after that. And uh, then we fulfilled it. Uh, yeah, people thought we were totally insane. They didn't know what fidget spinners were. They couldn't believe somebody would pay $200. But in the group of people that we marketed to, they couldn't get them and they wanted them. And we we saw an opportunity to innovate and move quickly. Of course, like I said, people love complaining. So the next complaints that we had People said, oh, you know, fidget spinners will never be a thing. You can't scale a business. You can't sell, like, a million fidget spinners. So uh, they thought they should be $5, which inevit- inevitably, um, in eventuality, yeah, they were, they were in 7-Eleven for a little while. But I, I, I try to teach people that selling cheap garbage isn't a way to really build a, a sustaining business and brand. So uh, I told them, I'm going to do the opposite. What we're going to do is we're going to do another class. And uh, this class went back to my original price, which is free. (laughs) But uh, is how to scale a niche product. So we went about and we made the world's most expensive fidget spinner at that time. There's been ones made out of rare materials uh, that have been more. But we partnered with a friend who is a CNC machining sculptor, and we transposed the value of one of his sculptures, one of his $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 sculptures, into something that would fit into your pocket. So it really became a spinner secondarily, and really we launched this whole new category of pocket sculptures, small, carryable, everyday carry pieces of art. Is still a thing, and uh, we didn't use Kickstarter this time. We just sold through a uh, landing page and through Instagram, and we sold uh, we sold out. We sold out in a, in a week. We sold a lot of them. Um, I think it's it's public knowledge now, but we didn't we didn't tell people how many we were going to sell. They were all serialized, but uh, we ended up selling 150 regular units uh, and 160. Total units and they were sold out in, in a week so how is that even possible and that's that's using it's kind of using our, our framework of making things that are worth sharing and making things that people actually care about uh, I normally don't make fidget spinners I usually make uh, you know commercial products or military products kind of like higher end things but it, uh, I don't know. It's an adventure, right? So at, at this point I don't make fidget spinners, mostly do things like this coaching consulting. I want to create the podcast so I can interview people that are, you know, they're, they're making cool things. They're building businesses. They have amazing ideas. They're trying to change the world. Uh, I, I want to give all of that experience that, uh, that I've had through doing wacky, crazy little uh challenges like like launching a Kickstarter in 20 days or going to China after three days of getting a contract and building a supply chain to uh you know seize an opportunity. Just that spirit of entrepreneurship and that process, I want I want uh, a platform to be able to relay that to you guys. And, uh, you know, hear what you think. So uh, that's what the End Hype podcast is about, is about taking those excuses, right, taking all the bullshit and silencing it with action, right? The world is filled with opportunity, right? There is literally opportunity everywhere. You walk into a store, you think this could be better. You walk into work, you think, oh, not this problem again, Right? Over and over, we're presented with problems, challenges. This is just a key point aside. Like, you know, We live in America. I don't think that most people, I think 98% of people, don't have real problems. They have challenges every day. Of course, we all encounter problems uh, you know, eventually, but I think day, on our day-to-day life, people say problems. I think they really mean challenges, obstacles, right? They're things to be solved, not really insurmountable issues. But as an aside, we can train our brain to see these instead of at that negative light as a positive thing, as an opportunity. We can connect those dots, right? We can transform our skills and that opportunity. We can create a bridge with a product or service, and, and we can build a business, right? We can build a better life. We can build a better world, right? We can find teams and make friends and build a community. Uh, I've seen it with successful people repeatedly, and I've seen the opposite with people that fail, right? Trying to do it all themselves, trying to push something that nobody wants, uh, creating a cloud of BS around their idea that it's going to do those things, change the world, change people's lives, and I'm like, dude, it's just, it's a, it's a piece of Tupperware, right? It's just a juicer. It's not going to do any of those things. It's just what it is, right? That's hype. Uh, I'm all for getting super pumped up, right? Connecting with people, getting people excited, but it's all about delivering, guys. It's not about these, these ideas, you know? So like Gary V talks about this over and over, you know, there's only two things that are important. Ideas and execution, and and yeah, to a degree, like that's, like that's a bifurcated, you know, a two part, part. It's like the two parts of like life, right? You have to conceive of of the reality. You have to be able to predict the future, and then you have to make that future real, right? It's not going to happen for you, um, but that's that's the end. Hype podcast. No way. Thank you for listening to the In Hype podcast. Follow Callie on social at Callie Keen to stay up to date with a bunch of free content and information. Change your life and change the world. In Hype.